Unfiltered vitamin C. Brought to you by Zaid. Trying to move from being a product of this generation to producing something in this generation of Z's. Unfiltered Z's, vitamin Z's. Brought to you from the Z I double E Z himself, CEO of the UFZ. A morning ritual for me has been listening to, because, uh, you know, I'm a pain in the ass. I'm not a morning person my entire fucking life, and I ain't gonna start tomorrow or the day after. So, what I really do is. Is I just like, oh, I'll reach for my phone. Don't check shit. That's not a good thing to do at all. Looking at your phone when you first thing you wake up in the morning. It's better to give some distance for yourself, actually, from where the phone is. So when you hear the alarm, that distance and you've not been able to reach for it will cause you to physically get up. And once you're fucking up, guess what? You're up. You can shake yourself. You can wash your face. You can brush your teeth and get your day started. For me, I still don't fucking do that. It could be across the entire room. I'll run all the way, shut it off, throw it in the garbage, whatever, and then go back to bed. But what I will do is to get myself in just in the right mood and atmosphere is reach for my phone and then I, I, I do it so quickly I don't even have to look at my phone. I've done it so many times where I can just go straight to the playlist and um and put on Snoop Dogg's gospel album. Which I as here's the thing, Snoop Dogg's in my top five. And I've been listening to him hold on. I've been listening to the gospel music right now actually more than the rap itself. Only because of how much like it's been so impactful for me in the morning. But it's been a nighttime ritual as well. Right now I'm listening to When It's All Over featuring Patti LaBelle. Hold on. Is it When It's All Over? Yeah. But I th- my, my first one I play usually in the morning is like Sunrise. Because obviously it's Sunrise. But I do it at night sometimes too when I don't really like meditate. When I just want to get, get ready just to feel excited. Because here's the thing. It's like. The fear of like waking up in the morning comes from going to sleep. Going to sleep to me, I never liked because it feels so close to fucking death. And that's in Islam too. I learned that when I got older, where it's actually like you're like halfway. Like if like death, if like death was a door, you got one foot in just by being asleep. And that's like why it's a blessing. For I said like too many times just then during the past about 30, 35 seconds. I noticed that, but like <laughs> see, did it again. It's a it's a blessing that we'll be able to wake up. So. You're so close to death when you're being asleep. It's just a way to show the representation of how life is not always in your hands. How always? Yeah, I guess it's always not. It is in a certain point where there's certain things we can do to take care of our own life and to take care of others' place. You know, I'm not going to kill somebody or kill myself or kill yourself or kill others slowly, right? You ain't got to just shoot people or blow people up, but you can be a toxic person. You could be doing something that's polluting. You could be selling something that's poisoning people. You could be ingesting and taking things that are poisoning your cell that don't kill you, but aren't going to make you for the most guaranteed life. Because people are like, oh, I'm not here. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. And I've said that too in a sense of like, I want the life in my years to be so full, not to be so concerned about the years of my life. And in that sense... It makes sense to do a bunch of crazy shit because, you know, it is only one. But then at the same time, like, it is only one. So as an animal, not just like as this human in this world and this YOLO shit, but as an animal, it is in my best interest to live as long as I can and to spread my genes so all generations can survive on and continue on. You know what I mean? That's a natural instinct. You know, the female wants to, like, capture the best thing she can to make the best possible option. Because survival of the fittest isn't just the fittest or who's the strongest. No, it's the ones can adapt more. Who can who can quickly get this shit, accelerate, 
and then pass it on to another generation that can do and continue to do the same thing. That's literally legacy. That's 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 what we're all about. As that's evolution, you know, in that sense. And if you watch um, the movie Baby Boy with Tyrese Gibson and Snoop, it's the it's the same way. Uh, when he was having those nightmares before he was going to sleep, Tyrese was uh, worried about dying. But he was like, he felt so happy that there was a part of me left on this earth through his baby. So he knew that when he was gone, that there was a part of him still left. And that's not just like a modern day feeling. I mean, that's just, it just, it's just rooted in us. It just makes us feel better. Like there's a famous example of, um, I forgot where I read this actually, that if I'm the, let's say you were a father and you're driving a car and you got your wife next to you and you got your girl in the back, the baby girl in the back. If you get into an accident, you're about to die or something like that. Like your first instinct is to go in the back and reach for her and go take care of her. Not the love of your life sitting next to you, but the one carrying your genes. Because you see it right there. But of course, when you're in a different predicament of, let's say, the wife about to die. Giving birth to your daughter. And the doctor says it has to be the wife or the daughter. You choose save the wife. Because you can always make another baby. That the baby isn't out yet. But again, you're saving your wife on the fact that you can make another baby you know what i'm saying so that's that's the game i don't smoke weed no more my thing right now is uh is tea and m&ms peanut m&ms to be exactly what fucking pisses me off is that, like i'm paying the same price for m&ms here because it's fucking europe it's a way smaller quantity you know what i'm saying like it's smaller bag and it, even that bag isn't completely filled all the way up and it's stupid but it does feel something, I don't want to say it has like better taste, I really don't know. I would have to like eat two of the same. I don't think I'd even tell the difference between these ones the ones from back home. But it just comes in a smaller bag, that's what pisses me off. I did find once the share size, but you don't find the share size everywhere that often here. It's frustrating, man. Sometimes you want that fat shit. I just brushed my teeth too, but I don't really give a fuck. I'll do a light one after this, because I did a decent one before this. What do y'all like? Let's talk about M&M. Let's talk about chocolate y'all be fucking with. I've never been a big fan of like the whole dark chocolate shit that my parents like. The 85% shit. I'm gonna pass on that. Even though they say a little bit of that's good for you. I don't just I just don't fuck with it. And I can't fuck with the regular M&M's. The regular, this is the regular chocolate one sized ones. Like the regular sized ones. Like I'm okay with it if it's not on peanut. If it's the small one that you that you can get like a cold stone or marble slab in your ice cream, the one that comes in that like little um, little bottle thing that you open up, the long one that you that people usually get for kids, and you can just chug it down. Like I like that shit. I would buy that and blunts because then you could just shave them in there once you finish the M and M's. That would be my like daily purchase. From the gas station. But like I said, I don't smoke no more. It's just tea time and M&M time. Like, I got M&M wrappers all over the fucking house. Like, I used to have ashtrays. <laughs> and you know, it gets to a point where it's like, damn, it's too much. Well, technically, it wasn't ashtrays. It was just like old plates from the apartment that I wasn't using for food. So I said, might as well. Because I was too cheap. Not too cheap. I was thrifty to not go around buying ashtrays. I have some things I want to discuss, but I always forget. This is the intro, I guess. I, I watch, um, I used to play the video game. 
I think it's under the same title as the debut album for 50 Cent. Get Rich or Die Trying. Or was the video game sh had a shorter name? I think it just had the same exact name. That was a decent video game. But I watched the movie again tonight too. Along with uh, Baby Boy. And here's the thing. I went searching for a Venezuelan movie. Called Cien Años de Perdón. And there's a Spanish remake of it in 2016. But I was looking for the original one in 98. This sort of crime movie, bank robbery. And for some reason, one thing led to another, and the watching Get Rich or Die Trying. And I don't know how true the story is, because it's a movie, but he acted in it, so I'm assuming he told a story. And I'm assuming everything in it is, is real. But it, again, at the end of the day, it's still just a movie, but... It made me think of... the Think back to that whole Formula 50 shit, the, the vitamin water investment that he made, and... All those different things, and it's like, I think recently too on Instagram talking about something for taxes. That's the reason he voted for Trump, and it was dumb to vote for Biden because of taxes and shit like that. Somebody said, commented for Gary Vee saying why he voted for Biden because of taxes and shit like that. I just said shit like that twice, and that's the third time too. And Gary Vee responded, oh, I don't use taxes to define as the def defining point for, for voting. And I was like, that's cool, that's admirable, but I don't know, is it, if, like, again... If you rich, is that okay? Like, if, if if I was rich right now, like, is that okay? I mean, I don't know. Now, the one point, I'm not going to bullshit and say, oh, I got morals and shit. <laughs> and ethics, like, no, I want other def values that I want to have before I cast a vote and not just say it be based on taxes. But at the end of the day, it's like, if I care about my money, wouldn't I want it to keep more of it? Because to me... I'm going to say this. I don't give a fuck who's in the office. It's another old white dude. I don't give a fuck. More taxes to this government. It don't matter who the fuck is the president. It's still a three-body government. You got the legis you got the legislative, the executive, and the judicial. So we act like one person runs everything. Even though we talk about the Marxists, how much we hate dictators. We blow up Latin America and the Middle East because of dictators. But that's the way we prefer it. The way people talk about voting for presidents and what this person's going to do is like, oh, that's what you want. You want one person to do everything for you. You want one person to deliver change and growth on your doorstep. That's how what dictators do. That is, the what people want is a dictator. They're literally asking for a motherfucker to create so much change in such a fast amount of time. That's the only way that can happen is through dictatorship. You're not going to get democracies to just, oh my God, wow, great progressive change all in one night. No, because there's so much pussies and fuck shit all in the way and bullshit that you got to do. No, dictators is the way to go. How do you think in Libya, literacy was like 82% in this desert-ass place? How do you think home ownership was like 88%? That's like Singapore-level shit, man. You know how Singapore runs their shit? Dictator shit. It's a one-party motherfucker that runs everything. They got no slums. You can ask anybody there. Yo, what's a bad neighborhood? Ain't nobody going to take you to a bad neighborhood. It's all one decent place. You can walk from... Well, basically, everybody there's a homeowner too. All this government housing and shit. So, dictatorship is the way to go. If that's what you want. So many people pride ourselves. We have all these, like, the problem in the U.S. is that we got real shit. And then we got these philosophical shit that people want to constantly talk about. And there's a constant back and forth between it. Like, yo, it's a lot of motherfuckers getting killed over these guns. And like, fuck you, the guns and the constitution and this and this and this. And then, you know, it's the people kill guns and the guns kill people. So then it's like, okay, then we got a mental health problem being disguised as a gun problem. Or whatever you want to call it. I just call it a white problem. Because... Everything has its own 
demographic, its own clientele. Certain products you might not think of buying or even selling if you're an entrepreneur simply because of demographics and clients. Certain problems rise up that way. Why do you think Australia and the U.S. care so much about fucking smoking? Because it was harming white people. A lot of white people thought smoking was cool and tried smoking until they realized it wasn't meant for them. They went back to drinking. They went back to other crack and meth and shit like that. But the average white person just couldn't handle smoking. But you look at Asian places and Middle Eastern places, no one's going to say like, hey, it's so bad to smoke. They're like, oh, the fuck? They just don't get us sick. But the same, those same people, Asians and Arabs, don't really handle liquor that well. Don't really have the enzymes to be digesting that shit. So they don't really be drinking. So again, who's the pharmaceutical companies? Who's the government? Who are these people? And who's the people getting sick? It's like the whole thing with the AIDS. Black and gay people getting sick over something that's serious, but no one gives a fuck because who are the people with that problem? See what I'm saying? I got a feeling it's gonna be alright one more day. It is 3.30 in the morning here in Salamanca, Spain. But this is around the time where you can talk to the universe and sometimes get responses. I highly recommend that. I saw that as a YouTube comment once and I totally agree with it. So have some conversation with the universe this Christmas. How long have I been talking? I think I'm going to end this right here. Thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening. I'm my little spiel about M&M's and tea. I greatly appreciate you. Tell your friend, San Jose, yo, is this um, ceremony? I've been seeing San Jose back in the listening locations. I appreciate you, cuz. Is that... Is that, um... If it's not Samra, let me know who you are, bro. DM me or, or she. I don't know who the fuck you are. And, like, talk to me, shit. You know what I'm saying? What you've been liking, what you haven't been liking. Because you've been, I've been seeing you, like, consistently, like, following up on these episodes. You know what I'm saying? Let's carry these conversations in a real world. You don't have to listen to my beautiful voice recorded. You can listen to this live, baby. So, hit me up. Unfiltered Vitamins on Instagram, the Captain Hummus on Instagram, Captain Hummus on Twitter, LinkedIn, all that good shit. Take care. Peace out.